0: The vaccine is here. That has been well-received news and many of these stocks are on the rise. Which one should you buy? Let's take a look. Most American public may get vaccine by the end of February. So now we're getting into our coronavirus stories. Always got to talk about coronavirus, right? But a good story here. Most of American public may get vaccine by the end of February. So John's question was, you know, you know, how does this relate out to uh, other Decembers? Again, normally we normally get a rally going into the 2018, we didn't, though. We got a, a a downward push, eight from October to December, and then took off in January. But this one, you know, and this is also an election year. Um, the Santa Claus rallies usually don't are not as strong in an election year than any than all of the other years. All right, just in general, but I think that this is fruitful or hopeful in regards to stemming the tide for the coronavirus. A time frame in which most Americans will be eligible for coronavirus keeps moving up. All right, so they're really trying to push the idea of getting the uh, 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 coronavirus vaccine out. Just two weeks ago, Doctor Monsef, Slau, head of Operation Warp Speed, said the U.S. could immunize one third of its population within three months. That's a lot of folks, folks. All right, but now, but it now looks like most America could get vax, could get a vaccine by that date. I've done a story where CVS and Walgreens are going to be uh, proponents of going down there to get get the shot. All right, to go get the shot. So just keeping on what's going on, depending on decisions by our governors. But I believe we'll have enough supply out there to be reaching out to the general public for administration at your there it is: CVS, Walgreens, Kroger's by the end of February into March. Now, there's another side of this. All right. So that's great that the vaccine is out there. But uh, we look at uh, Pfizer. This is all still part of this, the same segment of COVID-19. Pfizer BioNTech report additional data. I think that that's important because with Operation Warp Speed, drugs were put out at a fast pace to get them out to the American people. So Pfizer, they've got more additional studies, uh, announced additional data on neutralizing the antibody and T-cells from the phase one slash two trial of BNT-162B2 conducted in Germany. And this has always been my issue with the coronavirus vaccine. Analysis of 37 participants immunized with that number showed a broad immune response uh, response with the SARS-CoV-2 specific neutralizing antibodies. All these numbers, I don't want to read it. And almost 92% of the participants demonstrated strong expansion of CD8 plus T cells of early effector memory phenotype. Look at the number of people, okay? That's always been my issue is the number of people that are being tested to get these drugs out to the American public. But the FDA has put them out there that um, it's safe to be able to do so. Now, there's another side of that. Pfizer was downgraded. Now, I've had a story. uh, Somebody on uh, YouTube posted that they put a lot of money behind Pfizer after we did the story on Pfizer. But Pfizer went down. I've got another person that says, why is Pfizer going down? And this is a story in regards to why that's going on right now. With it being the leading drug for the COVID-19 vaccine, why is it going down? Now, RBC Capital downgraded Pfizer because of the competitive headwinds. What competitive headwinds? Well, we got other drugs besides Pfizer that's out there. But you would think with Pfizer leading the pack, that people would be jumping on board with the stock. Noting the substantial opportunity of 2022E and beyond for the company's COVID-19 vaccine, far from clear, interesting, RBC Capital Markets uh, downgrades Pfizer to sector perform from outperform with a price target of 42. All right. Last week, the company made headlines when its COVID vaccine candidate, Developed with Biotech, became the first to win the emergency use authorization in the U.S., and that was should have been the driving factor to push Pfizer even higher. Despite the approval, the the analysts led by Randall Stanicki argue a bullcase case vaccine scenario is so largely in the stock ahead of competitive vaccine updates, possibly with superior dosing. Logistics, however, the analysts keep the core 2021E 25E BioPharma X vaccine uh, revenue and EPS all oh, unchanged, noting any upward revision should come from the pipeline. Now, rival vaccine candidate from Moderna is set to undergo an expert panel. Uh, this was done uh, yesterday as well. Um, And leading to an EAU nod later this week, unlike Pfizer-BioNTech shot, Moderna's jab, based on similar technology with a comparable efficacy level, does not require rigorous ultra-cold. So Pfizer needs really cold temperatures. Moderna does it need nearly as cold. And then when Johnson & Johnson comes out with theirs, theirs is going to be able to pretty much be put into a refrigerator. So as the drugs come out, it looks like some of the other drugs maybe have the heads up on the previous drugs. So Moderna will have a little heads up on Pfizer, whereas Johnson & Johnson may have a little heads up on Moderna. Keeping all of that in perspective, RBS Capital downgraded Pfizer. Hopefully that answers the question as to why Pfizer is going down. But Pfizer is the drug at the forefront making the moves. Now, wait a minute. Talking about competition, here's another drug out there, uh, CureVac commences global mid-stage trial for COVID-19 vaccine candidate. Huh, that's another drug out there, unlike uh, like AstraZeneca, Johnson & Johnson, now CureVac and Moderna and Pfizer. There's a lot of competition out there. CureVac has enrolled the first participant in its pivotal phase of 2B-3 study of its mRNA vaccine candidate, that number. The trial herald will uh, assess the safety and efficacy of that number in adults at adults of 12. I don't know what that is. It just looks like UGG to me. Somebody in the room will tell me what that means. And it's expected to include more. Now, this is interesting. 35,000 participants. That's a lot more than some of these other drugs that are already out there now, right? At sites in Europe, Latin America, subjects 18 years of of age or older will receive a two-dose schedule. So that's another thing. Pfizer, I think, is either a two- or three-dose. Moderna is going to be a two-dose. And I believe uh, Johnson & Johnson may be a one- or two-dose. I'm thinking a lot of these have that one or two, uh, at least that two-dose deal. besides the primary safety objective, the study design includes two primary efficacy objectives, the demonstration of the efficacy of that number and preventing first episodes of confirmed cases of COVID-19 of any severity, as well as preventing moderate to severe confirmed cases of COVID-19 in patients who have never been affected. So it looks like as the drugs keep rolling out, they just seem to be getting better and better. And better and again Pfizer is getting is feeling the ill effect behind that talking about competition as well Moderna. oh I just closed out of the Moderna story how did I do that Joey I did that accidentally can I uh, um I can't hit the back button gosh darn it hold on where's my Moderna I'm mad now all right Joey's gonna find my Moderna story um Moderna's out there. Now, there was something that talked about in Moderna and Pfizer. There is a little bit of backlash that's happening already. Some people are getting um, some kind of palsy behind it. Um, What's the name of it? It's not cerebral palsy. It's it's another palsy. Uh, Moderna is a Moderna story. There it is. All right, so Moderna's nearing authorization. This ain't the story yet, but that's all right. Moderna nears authorization for COVID-19 shot with the FDA staff endorsement. So this was more on the— Huh? Bell's, Bell's palsy. So this is more in line with the competition that's out there. And here's the last story on COVID-19. FDA staff recommends, uh, recommends watching for Bell's palsy and Moderna and Pfizer vaccine recipients. So far, I think there's only been four cases that came out with people who have had Bell's palsy. But um, I don't think that we're going to fully understand some of the ramifications of these drugs until later down the line. All right, so just putting that out there as a story, I think that four people have been Um, Here it is said that there is that there was four reported cases of Bell's palsy among Moderna's 30,000 trial participants. So we were just looking at the CureVac, which was looking at 35,000 participants um, and Moderna did 30,000 and four people came up with it. However, currently available information is insufficient to determine a casual relationship with the vaccine. All right. So just keeping that in mind, this is I want you to be well informed all the way around in regards to uh, the COVID-19 vaccine. All right. So let's go look at those stocks that we have. And uh, for those of you who are new, we have a watch list of stocks and that we look at every week. And the, the wonderful thing that I want you to look at for this is that these stocks are automatically sorted by our master indicator VST, which looks at relative value. Relative safety and relative timing, all cast on a scale between zero and two. The stocks that have the best combination of these three will migrate to the top of the list. So this is a stock that we'll talk about in a minute, uh, is at the top of the list. There's Moderna. Moderna is the third best stock by VST in the list. What else am I looking at? There's the other stock that CVAC is in here. Um, and I should be looking at Pfizer. Look at where Pfizer falls. With that downgrade, look how far down the list by our master indicator Pfizer goes to. All right, let's go take a look at these three stocks. Let's right-click. Let's view them on a stock graph. All right, so let's start off with Moderna. All right, Moderna is going to be following Pfizer, but look at that. Sitting in a bit of a channel right now of a low or a level of support sitting at about 129.39 30, and a level of resistance at 178.77. Notice that I do. I'm going to take off the 388 and put on a 20 exponential moving average. It is still clearly, even with the pullback, above the 20-day exponential moving average, but look at that. Bouncing right off of it with today's activity activity. Um, uh, Nice open candle. The volume is pretty steady. If I'm looking to get into Moderna, is it too late now? Well, with the news, I'm going to say the answer to that is no. But I would wait for the stock to get above that level of 178. Or if I pull the trigger now, all right, make sure you're buying into it if the stock is rising. If I pull the trigger now at about 144 or so, I've got a profit target sitting at 178. I'd rather you play it that way. Play the retracement as the stock has pulled back off of its high. It's starting to bounce back up again. Make sure you buy higher than today's high. All right, and if you do as it's rising, that's going to be your profit target sitting at about 178. You can have a good opportunity to make some money as these stocks are still making the news. C-Vac, this is that other stock that's coming out, going to, to uh, put their drug out there. Nicely was moving up above the 20-day exponential moving average. Fell back, even with the open candle today, still above the 20-day exponential moving average. Watch relative timing. The stock is losing momentum. And not only that, as the stock is pulling back, the bearish volume is picking up as well. Be careful with that. The stock has made the news. If I'm going to get into it. I can get into it now. I'd rather wait to see if it can break above this high, but if I don't wanna wait that long, make sure you buy into it on an open, on a good rising day. That should be your profit target sitting about the high of 151. You've got some room to make some money on this stock as long as it bounces off of that level of the 20-day moving average and rises. All right, and Pfizer with the downgrade, that hurt it. All right, the stock is pulling back. A lot of people have asked me what's going on with Pfizer? We now know that it's been downgraded, it's pulled back. Um, And I think, again, that as these other stocks come out with their vaccines, Pfizer will be more aptly um, hurt. But that's a little bit of something called a hammer formation. Could be a possible reversal. I'd look to see tomorrow if the stock's price can rise. If it can, Could I pull the trigger then as long as it's rising? The answer to that is yes. I also have two levels of resistance to get through here. A level of 38.17 it's got to get through and then a level of 38.94. I would really like to see it get past both of those levels of resistance, get above that level of the 20-day exponential moving average, then pull the trigger and then use the high of 43.08 as a level of egress or get out. All right, so those are my three stocks in the coronavirus space. Do we have any questions, Joey? No questions? Wow, nobody's got a question about these kind of stocks. You know something? I'm going to say that these people out there are doing a good job, but you you know what these companies are looking to do? Ring the cash register, absolutely. They're looking to ring the cash register. Absolutely. So be careful with the Pfizer trade. Moderna or CVAC might be better plays. Or you know that we do have a watch list of coronavirus stocks. Let's go to... Uh, please comment on the best use of stops for long-term investing. Uh, the, the comment on the best use of stops for long-term investing, depending on how long-term long-term is. Um a stop is your line in the sand, no matter what stop you use. If I'm a longer term investor, maybe I want to give a stock uh, no more than 20% down to get me out. If I'm a trader, maybe I'm going to use a trailing stop of 5 to 7% to take the profit quick and get out of the stock. If I'm a middle of the road or swing trader, maybe I use a 20-day exponential moving average. Folks, there's a lot of different ways to utilize stops to get out. The question is a loaded question because everybody in the room trades a little differently. All right, so all I did was give just a little baseline as to how to use stops, but it all depends on how aggressive or conservative you are. Uh, What force... What four sectors should we look to invest during a pullback? Josh, if you do not have VectorVest, I won't answer that question because I have the capability of telling you what sectors or what industries are rising right now. And if you want that information for $0.99, you can get a trial to the software. Real quick, Josh, to do that, I go to the Unisearch tool. I can do a Delta searches on sectors, and I can look at the Last 10 days, which sectors have gone up the most by price? I can run that. All right, I can run that, and I can tell you what in this, what sectors are running. I don't want to give away that information to the people who do have VectorVest so, or don't have VectorVest. So tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to go back on that a little bit. Actually, no, I'm not. I'm going to say that over the last 10 days, what sectors have gone up the most? I'm going to show you the top one. I'm going to show you that one for, I'm going to show you that one for free. The look at the top sector, energy. It's gone up 9.98 percent in the last two weeks. Now if you want to get what the top 10 what the top 20 are, all you do now is go to the 10 day price delta for sectors, change that number to reflect what So if you want to know what the top four are, Josh, that's how you do it. All right Josh, that's how you do it right there. And at any point in time, you can find out what the top sectors are, no matter what time of the day it is. When does the December sell-off happen? Uh, I don't know that there's a specific time when that happens. Right now, as I mentioned, we're in what we would call the Santa Claus rally going into the end of the year. But again, I think that with the advent of coronavirus vaccines, we're probably going to still be looking into the market moving higher, even going into... January. Hey, everybody. This is Glenn Tompkins here at VectorVest. 2020 is rapidly coming to an end and many people are ready to leave it behind and look forward to the future. Our 2021 Tampa two-day investment seminar will take place once again. VectorVest has been helping individual investors achieve financial success for over 30 years. We're gonna teach you exactly what you need to know. We're gonna teach you when to buy, what to buy, and when to sell. Now, this event is designed for both the retirement-minded individual as well as the active trader. The Tampa Two-Day Investment Seminar is gonna teach you a few things like, how to remove the emotion from your investing, we're gonna teach you how to plan your trades and trade your plan. We're gonna show you how to know when it's the right time to buy stocks. Why? Because we pride ourselves on our market time events. We're gonna show you how to manage your portfolio in minutes instead of hours. How much is your time worth to you? We're gonna show you how to find the best stocks for your individual risk tolerance. So folks, Do what you can to make sure 2021 is your best year yet. Join us January 8th and 9th, 2021 for our online event. You can register at www.vectorvest.com forward slash Tampa. Hope to see you there.